This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hey, Liz. We're going to talk about some of the websites that you've mentioned in the past and that you thought of last night that um, you like to go to, uh, websites that can help you with your vehicle ownership. But, folks, that's just between your vehicle repair calls. We realize a lot of MPB listeners, you do listen to our local shows for our experts because you don't have access to other experts. So call in, folks. This is what uh, this whole hour is for. This is why Allison so graciously donates her time is to be of service to you. So give us a call so that we can answer your vehicle repair questions. Allison, one of the uh, websites that we've mentioned uh, quite often is the carcomplaints.com. What, what do you like about carcomplaints.com? One thing about carcomplaints.com that that people would like to know is that it also has the NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic and Safety Association's um, government complaints on there also. So it has people's complaints that they've logged into carcomplaints.com and complained about, and then it has the NHTSA.gov complaints on there too. So it's a one-two hit. It also has recalls for your car on there. But it's a good place to look up and before you buy a car to see if there's any major problems or issues. Almost all cars have some problem of some sort, but do they have something serious like engine or transmission problems or major electrical problems? Um, so you can look it up ahead of time and see if it's a car you wanted to buy. Well, I've pulled it up. We have a handy tablet here at the radio station, and I've pulled up carcomplaints.com. What's wrong with your car? And the tab highlights, the tabs are home resources, news, investigations, recalls, add complaint, update complaints, search complaints. And the first thing they have is you can select your vehicle. And for instance, I have a Dodge. And then it, uh, car complaints has 25,290 complaints for Dodge vehicles. It talks about the worst models. It also, you can browse models by problems. <laughs> the Grand Caravan had, no, the Ram 1500 has the most. But uh, the Grand Caravan, which I have, has quite a few. And then if you click on that, you can uh, see what a lot of people by year have posted. It has the list, the numbers, the one, two, and three uh, worst problems. So it's a way for you to find out more about your car or the car that you're considering buying. Yep, it's, it's an awesome, awesome website. I love it, and I use it all the time, and I always recommend it to people when they're looking for a car. Now, the next website we're going to highlight is one that you've mentioned a couple times on the show. I have never used, um, rockauto.com. Tell us what you like about rock. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O, rockauto.com. Rock Auto, it, it lists 
auto parts for your car, but what it is is they kind of compete for pricing on there, and so you get the best deal. And generally, you're going to get the same parts that you can get at an auto store, but you can get them cheaper usually. Now, you have to wait for them to ship in, and they usually ship pretty fast, um, but it's it's where they're competing for pricing that you get that best price from and it, and it's uh it's a real handy website like that it's laid out real easy to use uh to get auto parts and something i use it for is if uh or i used to use it was to see if a customer had a timing belt or not when they asked for a price on the tune-up so um, it was a, it's a little bit of a reference site for me for that and then you know here and there using it for parts and uh and it's been good to me over the years i've never had a problem with it well when i pull up rockauto.com uh, this is more of a uh, you know it, it it's not your it's more of a down-to-basics website. It's got every automobile you've ever heard of on the side. They show an example on the side of the stores and the brand and the price. So, for example, they show this example of a 2010 Chrysler Town & Country fuel injector. And it's got Rock Auto, AutoZone, O'Reilly's, Napa, Advance, and it shows their price. Of course, Rock Auto's price is cheaper. But, it, you know, it, it looks, it's got order status and returns. You can log in or create an account. And then it has a little star for promotions and rebates. So if you're looking to buy some parts, this certainly, you can even get gift certificates. Look down there. So uh, Allison Walker, if, if anyone wants to get her <laughs> present, maybe a gift certificate to, to Rock Auto. But it also looks like it has a newsletter, repair index calculator, Warranties and careers. Oh, that's interesting. Any, I guess anytime there's careers. Uh, oh, that it has a list of job openings. Consumer experience analyst, IT director, bilingual customer experience analysts, supply chain manager. So I guess Rock Auto is hiring. That sounds pretty good. That is cool. Allison, one of the websites you did mention, and I just recently figured out how to say it, NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov. Uh, what, uh, you know, we've, we've mentioned NHTSA before. Tell everyone who may not know, what does the National Highway Traffic Safety administration.gov what is included on its website that you know about i know for sure that you can look on there to see if your car has a recall you'll have to get your vin number and you can put it into the website and it'll pull up any and all recalls that have been listed for your car that's right. We we do mention that that's a way to find out about your car. It's the United States Department of Transportation. When I pull up their website, nhtsa.gov, that gives the first thing is the Takata airbag recall information, which has been hitting most all the manufacturers. It shows ratings, recalls, and what I like, it's got information about risky driving, 
road safety. It's got equipment, technology, and innovation, and more info. And it's even got a live chat. I wonder what you could, (laughs) not that I'm going to do that right now, but I wonder what you could live chat about. But some more of the articles are fans don't let fans drive drunk. Ooh, Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Don't drive drunk, stay home, social distance, all that good stuff. They've got child safety information. They've got coronavirus resources. That is fantastic for uh, this time of the millennium (laughs) pedestrian safety how to protect yourself as a pedestrian and as a driver and it has a report a problem have a safety problem allison how important is it to report problems if you're either an owner or if you're a mechanic uh, very important um the website the, there are the software that we use at work to look up car diagrams and schematics and and everything about the car uh, that we're working on it it has uh, a place where you can log in feedback and put in a repair that you've done to repair something on the car and you can actually see where other mechanics have logged in and, and done that um so so reporting everything about your car is important it, it definitely helps other people know about your car and and for problems if they have enough problems by law they have to call a recall on a car so it is important to report problems with your vehicle this is talking about the the biggest recalls on the front page of the NHTSA website, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. NHTSA.gov website. There are 67 million cars affected by the Takata airbags. 2,100,000 Fords have problems with the doors closing. And 1,800,000 Nissans have problems with the hoods. The hoods could unexpectedly open. Oh, gosh. That's that's pretty scary. (laughs) Yes. Go ahead and send your emails to us, auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about websites that help you with your vehicle ownership, but that's just between your vehicle repair calls and emails. Is your car under a recall? We've got a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Here are the recalls for the week. The Nissan is recalling 267,000 Pathfinders, model years 2013 through 2015, for faulty brake lights. All repairs are free, and Nissan will begin notifying owners March 1st. Tesla is recalling 135,000 model year 2012 through 2018 model S sedans and 2016 through 2018 Model X SUVs due to an issue with the center display. All repairs will be done for free, and the recall is expected to begin March 30th. For both of these, you, we will have extra information on this show's page on the podcast with a phone number for the automaker and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's phone number. But you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to that website we've mentioned in the first segment, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov. You can put in slash recalls, put in your VIN number, or find their Safer Car app. We're talking about websites that can help you with your vehicle ownership. We're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a bunch of calls waiting for us now, so we're going to Jim in Hattiesburg. Jim, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question for Allison? Good morning, Allison. I, I, I hope it's all right. I have a, a vehicle purchasing question. Is that appropriate? We'll take it, and Allison can help if she can. Okay. Well, I'm I'm in the market for a a recreational vehicle, um, something that I could uh, stay in while traveling to different places. And I see all these advertisements on places like Facebook Marketplace and some of the smaller websites for very affordable prices. But then when I look at dealerships and the larger companies, the price difference is very large. So what I'm wondering is, um, can I 
is it safe to trust vehicles that are um, for sale on places like Facebook Marketplace or these other uh, smaller sites with no um, no Carfax, you know, listed or anything like that? Um, I would say that it is a little bit risky to buy from uh, marketplace and, and everything because you're dealing with an individual that hasn't done an inspection and they're just trying to get rid of a vehicle. Um, occasionally, uh, you know, there's there are good vehicles on marketplace. I'm just saying that there are people out there who are, are don't have your best interest at heart and will sell vehicles that aren't really the price that they should be or and that sort of thing. Um, if you trust yourself to do a thorough inspection and you know how to do one, then it can be rewarding. But you just have to be very careful. You can, on Marketplace, there are ratings for the sellers, and if they have a five-star rating and and they're, you know, and that sort of thing, then that can be a, a better deal. But the price is very different um, usually because the small dealerships and larger dealerships they price everything at the as high as they can because they know you're they're going to get haggled with um and or some of them there's no haggle pricing but it's still it, it seems like their prices are a little bit um too high for me so i you know i would definitely haggle with them if i bought from a dealership um so you know that's and even though still you want to have an inspection done if you buy and use from a, a small dealership or a large dealership, you still want to have an inspection done. But you can usually bet that they are better inspected and better taken care of. And, you know, that usually. And um, I did have a situation where I went to a small dealership in Brandon and they had a knock sensor code on the car and we're selling it like that so you got to be careful about things like that on any at any place you buy from so you want to do a thorough inspection in anywhere you go so, so um, if i may, if I may I ask what what's a what's an appropriate amount for an inspection is there a range that i should expect like just so i know going in for a recreational vehicle i would say probably around 70 to 80 dollars and on a uh, regular vehicle, maybe around $60. But it, it does vary a little bit up in there. Some of them go up as high as $100 for inspections, um, you know, if you can find someone to do it. It's, it's, there's not a lot of people that do inspections like that. It's not a widely available thing, but it is there are some people out there uh, I, how you find them i don't know i used to advertise on craigslist um so that may be uh, somewhere you can look at and see if you can find someone to do an inspection for you i well, do thank inspections. You very much. so um you know i do inspections I've, I've gone to auctions and done many inspections there for people before they bought the vehicle i've done it on recreational vehicles rvs and things like that um, you know, so there are mechanics out there that do that. Thanks, Jim. We appreciate you calling in. So, Allison, you don't have to actually. Well, 
I'm sure if you t took a car and put it on a lift or something, you could get a, a little bit better look at it, but you could slide under one that was just sitting in a driveway or something or went on a test drive with it, couldn't you? Right, yeah, you have to just make do with what, what the situation is if you can't get it on a lift. And, and yeah, you definitely want to look up under a vehicle. Um, any chance you get for doing an inspection on the car you want to buy or vehicle you want to buy. Glad to know that. Let's go to Tina, who has called in from Jackson. Tina, thanks for being part of AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Well, it's kind of uh, website-oriented. There, are, Everybody has a website now, um, and when you're in the market for a certified used vehicle, which I am, um, what my real question is, what brand auto and how high should the mile be on the odometer uh, is the most dependable? In other words, if I'm looking at Ford and I'm looking at a 20, say, 17, it shouldn't have but so many miles, correct? You want to average it at about fifteen to 20,000 miles a year. That's about how much people drive these days. So if it's over that, then you know it's a high mileage vehicle. But the average right. mileage is fifteen to 20,000 miles a year. So okay. you know, for four years, it, if it's around 80,000, 60 to 80,000, then that's kind of average mileage for a vehicle. Okay. Can you tell me the most dependable used car brand? Toyota is by far, it, it ranks as the best, uh, the most reliable vehicle out there. So that's... Um, kind of a given and Honda's really high up there also so Toyota and Honda um, rank your highest for most reliability um, when you get into trucks it varies um, between the brands for trucks but Nissan does make a really good truck um, so I, I, I like them for trucks personally but um, their sales aren't as high as say Ford and Dodge yeah, the Toyota resale is, is pricier than the Honda. I have a Honda, and I love it. And I was just wondering if I'm safe to go back with that. Yes, you are. Um, and you can look at carcomplaints.com to look up and see if the vehicles you're looking at have any major problem areas. Because all manufacturers have something where, you know, they're not perfect. But it gives you an idea of what's... Um, the car complaints that you know what complaints you may have with the car coming up so that's a good website to look at carcomplaints.com just to kind oh, of right. before you buy a car to see what problems it's had okay good to know thank you so much you're welcome thank you um tina we also uh, are going to mention the uh Kelly Blue Book, KBB.com, in a little bit. So you keep listening and you can hear uh, what we have to say about the Kelly Blue Book also. Our email address where you can send a question is auto at 
mpbonline.org. Websites that help you with your vehicle ownership is our topic, but we're just doing that between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'm going to tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. We are the Iuka Drive-In Theater. We're the last operating drive-in in the state of Mississippi. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Freaked me out that you could come and drive your car and park and watch the movie outside. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app, Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. It's an expensive cycle. Insurance, gas, maintenance. Let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio. If your car is more work than it's useful, donate it to us. We'll pick it up, get top dollar for it, and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows. You might even qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution because contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy. Thank you for your financial support to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 with a replay Saturdays at 11. In the news, according to WalletHub.com, who compared all 50 states across 31 key indicators of a positive commute, Mississippi came in 29th overall. So we're, we're right there kind of in the middle. We were number one in the lowest average gra- gas prices. But here we go, Allison. We were 47th in auto repair shops per capita. Man, if you drive through Ocean Springs, you would not think that. Because uh, <laughs> we, we, to me, it seemed like Ocean Springs, for some reason, had a ton of uh, auto body repair shops. We're 46th in safety, but we're 15th in cost of ownership and maintenance, and we're 13th in traffic and infrastructure. We'll have a link to that on our show's information. We're talking about websites that might help you with your vehicle ownership. Email your questions, auto at mpbonline.org. And I pulled up one website, and it's got just the cutest little face on it. Facebook.com slash the Lady Auto Mechanic 78. Oh, Allison, I wish you were here, because if not, I get to look at your little face on Facebook. But let's go to Jesse 
and Flowood and talk to Jesse. Jesse, what's your comment or question for Allison? Um, yeah, I actually had a comment about uh, uh, excuse me, an earlier caller's uh, question. They were talking about uh, perhaps getting a recreational vehicle. Um, I've been uh, living in uh, an RV now myself for about two years, and uh, my personal experience when it comes to um, buying used from like Facebook Marketplace or something has was actually fairly negative with my first one. Uh, because the previous owner had not done any inspections whatsoever, and it was just literally uh, in pretty bad shape. And with an RV versus, you know, getting the car or something, the cost is, from from what I've learned, just astronomical uh, because uh, a lot of them are specialized parts that that are different from cars. and I just personally wouldn't recommend getting something from like Facebook Marketplace or used if you can avoid. I generally recommend going with a dealership um, when you, when you can. But I can recommend a couple of uh, places online that do deal with uh, used individual sellers that uh, has, I've heard is highly recommended. One being RV Trader. Uh, there's an app for it on Google. And uh, there's even, uh, for people who are buying for the first time, a guy on YouTube that uh, I'd highly recommend listening to what he has to say called uh, Big Truck, Big RV uh, for information if you're looking to get a new RV for the first time. Jesse, that's awesome. Thank you so much for the, the information. Jim, we hope that you were listening uh, to Jesse's suggestion. Uh, Jesse suggested going to RV Trader's website or going to the YouTube Big Truck, Big RV for some suggestions. Jesse personally had a negative experience on Facebook Marketplace. So, Jim, I hope that helps you. Jesse, we really appreciate you calling in with that suggestion. Let's go to Dwight, who's called in from Washington Parish, Louisiana. Dwight, thanks so much for calling in to AutoCorrect. What is your comment or question for the show today? Oh, Dwight, I'm going to put you on hold and let you turn off your uh, radio so that we can hear you better and you can hear us. Let's go to George, who's called in from Mobile. uh, George, what's your comment or question for autocorrect? Um, Hi, yes. I have a 2017 Nissan uh, Sentra, and um, it's like... You know how you're going into traffic and you need to accelerate? And it's like my car, I feel like it has a problem with the acceleration. And it'll rev up really high and then it'll feel like it kind of kicks you, like a little boom. And then it'll drop, the revs will drop down low. And all this happened after I got a uh, transmission uh fluid change that was recommended at like 40,000 miles and I took the car back to where it was repaired and they told me that that was normal 
that you have to just drive the car for a while after that gets done, and it'll stop kind of kicking you, being slow to rev up and then kicking forward. But it's been maybe three months since I got that done, and my car is still doing it. So I don't know if that is the car still just getting used to me driving it, or should I go somewhere else? My transmission is still under warranty, so I, I just don't know how I should proceed. Um, it's not normal for it to do that. It should be driving the same as it did before the fluid change. But Nissan has a problem with their transmissions, the CVT transmissions that are in them, and most of them have a recall on them. So I would take it to a Nissan dealership and get it checked out and okay. go from there. When I take it to the Nissan dealership to have it checked out, is that something that would be free or would I still need to pay for it to determine if the warranty would cover it or not? That should be free if your warranty covers everything and the recall is covered and they should let you know whether it's free or not before they even look at it. Okay, well, thank you so very much. I love your show. Keep up the good work. Thank, thank you, you, George. We appreciate you calling in. Let's go back to Dwight. Dwight, you have your radio turned down. We'd love to hear what you have to yeah. say to Allison. Yeah, I do. I do. Hey, how are y'all doing? Um, I, ha- I heard, listened on the weekend, and I have a Prius question. It is a it is a 2010, and um, they're uh, the lights on, the ABS, the brake, the traction control light, and it's been diagnosed at a Covington dealership as needing um, the accumulator change but and all that. I, I'm not comfortable with, with some of the, the stuff that I've been told, and uh, that's all I want to say about that. And I wanted to know if... Um, the lady, if Allison, I know she has a Prius, if she's had experience with those codes, with those lights being on, and where she has, if she's referred people to a dealership that she's comfortable with for a job like that. Um, well, being a mechanic, I just work on it myself. At my shop, we have a scan oh, tool, and... and um, Okay. My car is having some similar issues, and, and it's coding for a hybrid battery, uh, low voltage, and and it has a few codes in it for that. So mine needed, needs the hybrid battery replaced. So you, you may be in a situation where your hybrid battery has gone out. That or your 12-volt battery needs replaced. Yeah. Um, yep. But, well, but I worked on it myself, so I don't. Okay. I, I don't really have a place to recommend. I see. But you can take it to the dealership. I don't. Well, what I they're not being fully transparent with that, and I I know that it's a problem with the regenerative brakes because it keeps coming on about every three to five seconds, and they're spongy. You can tell the computer's not working. I've tested it. At, at low speed driving and i know that's not working um and yeah i just so i I need to go somewhere else because that that dealership um i don't know they're just things are not just completely adding up 
Um, you so. might want to try a different dealership then. That's why I was. That's that's what I was calling about. I'm in Washington Parish near the Mississippi line. I didn't know yeah. if if you ever had heard of a dealership like near Hattiesburg or someone that that sells hybrids that works on them that would when they tell you something you could depend on it. Um. Well. Not that really. Can be, it can be not. No, I don't. I don't know anyone okay. in the Hattiesburg area, but. Okay. And like I said, since I work on my car myself, I don't have a lot of experience with the service side of it, except when I I worked at Toyota in the service department as a service writer for Mm. a while. And it it was a interesting experience. Exactly. It it, it, it depended... It depended on what service rider you got. I it know. It depended on I, what I, kind of work I, you got done. Yes, yes, and that is the problem. I haven't been told the truth. Bottom line, and then the the service manager, they went into a behind the – they closed the door and then went into a meeting for about 10 minutes. And then – so basically I just need I just need to try somewhere else. Now, Alice, I don't want to take up all – all your time um but they wouldn't show me the codes i finally had to insist on that um so just just find somewhere else yeah try another place and see if you have better service and after you're after you do that if you say you have another problem with them and it's the same situation um i would go above their head to the service manager and talk and and request to talk to the service manager and then if you don't feel satisfied then then you want to go to the general manager of the dealership and see if you can get service that way i hate to have to take it that far but they may have to to get them to do what they need to do to get your car running correctly dwight we want you to have a warm fuzzy feeling when you you get your car repaired that's too of an too much of an important thing for you to not feel comfortable and trust whoever works on your car. Yeah, and it's 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 twenty five hundred dollars too. So it's very expensive. <laughs> well, Dwight, we're so glad that you've called in, thank and uh, good luck with that. We th- thank you for thank calling you. in. Thank you all so much. Good show. Have a great day. Thank Let- you. Let's go to John in Gulfport. John, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? John, what's your comment or question? Hi there. Yes, I have a 2019 Subaru Forester under lease. And I also have a a wellness program, you know, agreement. And... Um, I'm having trouble with the tires tracking properly. And the last wellness appointment, I asked the dealership to look at it. And so who's responsible for something like that under a lease? That's my question. Um, They're definitely responsible for that. What do you mean by tracking funny um, what is it? Is it is it driving like it's out of alignment or something like that? Um, I I you know it had had tire out of balance uh, you know pressure and I, I corrected that 
but it would still, in certain instances, it would it would pull like it was out of alignment. And it's intermittent, or does it do it all the time? Um, every time I've driven it, it's done it. It's not consistent, but it. Okay. You know, I I even checked my lug oh. nuts to see if I had a loose wheel. Yeah. Um, that's definitely where you bought it from. Their their problem to deal with. So I would take it back, and if you have to go to the manager, the service manager above the above the service riders and you know make sure that they take care of you and and have okay. a look at that further they the the person writing up the ticket said if you wanted to bring it back in we'd have to charge you to look at it hmm that doesn't really sound right to me with it being okay. under a lease but i i don't know for sure what okay. the situation well, is like you with said, that. Like, so, like you said, it's whoever's writing it up, right? Yeah, it can be dependent on, yeah, who who you get. But I would go to the service manager in your situation. Just go ahead and go above and speak with okay. the service manager and see if you can get it taken care of the, without having okay. to pay for it since it's under lease and you have a wellness program with it. Okay. Well, that's what I'll do then. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, John. We're discussing websites that help you with your vehicle ownership, but that's just between your repair questions. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. The vehicle we're driving this week is the 2021 Chevy Trailblazer RS. That's the sportiest version of Chevrolet's new subcompact crossover. Has enough space for four people comfortably, but also small enough for urban traffic. I really like the exterior design. The front has the squiddy headlamps, just like the bigger Blazers do. Ours is two-tone. It's got this oasis blue paint that's just very bright and cheery with the black tops. You get this nice two-tone effect all over 18-inch wheels. The interior, also very sporty. Leather-wrapped steering wheel, automatic climate control, Bose audio, and a full suite of safety gear. Forward collision alert, adaptive cruise, lane keep assist, and rear cross-path detection. Everything you'd need in this vehicle. Ours, of course, has the up-level engine with a 1.3-liter turbo 4. 155 horsepower, plenty for this car. So let's talk about price. Base Trailblazer starts under $20,000. This one has equipped $30,580. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Stay tuned after the show today at 11 a.m. It's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. We're talking about websites that help you with your vehicle ownership, but between your repair calls. We've got a couple calls left today. Let's go to Jerry in Meridian. Jerry, thank you so much for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question for Allison? Well, I don't know if you can help me or not, um, but I've got uh, a 2005 F-150. And uh, I'm getting up in years, and my eyesight is failing, but this problem might be common to anybody that had this truck or some like it. The dashboard, I can't see it during the daytime. I can't read my gauges to see if I'm overheating. I can't read my speedometer. And the lights work just fine at night. I can see all of the dash at night, but during the daytime, there's the glare outside uh, makes this instrument panel completely black or completely dark and uh, I just wondered if you had a suggestion for that or is there another is there a fuse for another light on the dash or anything like that I would get it checked and see if something is going on with your dash where the lights to not be bright enough on there um, maybe at an automotive electrical shop and get that checked out and see if, if that's what's going on with it but um, it should it needs to be brought up where you can see your gauges and your speedometer and everything. Yeah, it's just a problem in the daytime. Yeah, I haven't heard of okay. that before, but but maybe like an automotive electrical shop can check it out and see what's going on with it for you. Okay, thank you, Kevin. I'd like to put in a pitch for one of my colleagues. Uh, if you happen to be listening to MPB on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock, our Southern Remedy show, maybe um, you could see if, if the doctors have a suggestion, if you need to be evaluated for cataracts or, you know, dr- maybe there are driving glasses that can help with reduced glare or block blue light or something. But MPB has Southern Remedy shows on five days a week, Monday to Friday. Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, and our Wednesday show is particularly the uh, anything show. You can talk about anything, so maybe you want to consider calling in to Southern Remedy Wednesdays at 11. Let's go to Gretchen in Jackson, who's called in. Uh, Gretchen, thanks for calling to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question? 
Hi. Well, I've been listening, and it's been interesting. And the last caller, I had the same problem with my uh, my car, too. And it will not start lighting up during the day, the dash, until around half a minute to a minute later. So I have a feeling it's an electrical something or other. And so he might, you know, I do have a Buick in, in 2015, so it's kind of old, the Sabre. So it's, I think it's most probably in the connection. And he might be better off, you know, going to somebody to see about the connection. But what I'm asking Allison is I would love to get to her shop for some work. Is there some way we can do that? Is there an online or a telephone number or something we can use? Do you use Facebook? Okay. Um, oh, do I use it? Uh, uh, sometime, if there's another way. I'm 78 years old, by the way, so if there's another oh, way okay. besides Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure what our phone number is off the top of my head, but I, my phone number is 601-502-3157. Okay. I'm sorry. It's five. I'm, uh, what was it? I'm, it's uh, five what? 502. Okay. Three one five seven five seven. Okay, thank you. And you can oh, contact me about that. Um, if you don't catch me when you call, leave a voicemail for sure because I don't answer calls anymore because you get so many spam calls. Sure. Um, right. But leave a voicemail if you do call, or you can okay. text me. Okay. And your shop That's, is located in downtown Jackson. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, across from the Coliseum. It's in that area off of High Street. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, and I'll give you a call on that. Thanks. And I enjoyed your comments. They're wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Gretchen. We're glad that you called in. Yeah, the automotive group on Harris Street in Jackson, their phone number is 769-257-7571. We'll have that information on our webpage. We didn't get to uh, Edmunds.com and Allison, I wanted to hear about your autocross. You know, right now there's not much autocross in Mississippi, but MSSCCA is the Mississippi Region Sports Car Club of America. That's yeah, gonna... I was this weekend and had a great time, and I came out 21st out of 67 drivers. So awesome. Not too bad. Thank it's you, bad. Louisiana, for having autocross. That's going to yeah. wrap us up for autocorrect today. Thank you, Kevin Farrell, and thank you, Michelle McAdoo. For Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill. Thank you for listening to Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.